Hello, and thank you for checking out this episode of Film on the Rocks. But before we start the episode, I want to mention this little fun giveaway contest that we got going on. I know it's September, but I am already full-on Halloween October mode. My house is crawling with fake spiders and fake cobwebs and bats and everything. I am full in October mode. So because of this, and to thank you all for being really awesome listeners, we are going to award two special listeners a free month of shutter on us for the month of october and nate can tell you the details yes hey guys if you want a chance to win the month subscription to shutter here are the rules okay you ready first follow us on instagram at film on the rocks podcast two write us a nice review on itunes or Podchaser, or both for a double submission three on instagram dm us the screenshots of, re- of your review and if you don't have Instagram, you can email it to us at fotrpodcast at gmail.com. And that's it. We'll announce the two winners uh, on our Enola Holmes episode. Uh, so you have until September 25th to get your submissions in. Good luck. You can scroll down to the show notes for links to Podchaser and our Instagram and emails. So, all right, guys. Thanks. And enjoy the episode. Welcome into Film on the Rocks TV specials. I am Brucker, and I'm joined by my good buddy Nate. Nate, how you How's doing? How's it going? I'm doing good. Jumped Dude, it's a little bit there. <laughs> it's so good to have you back, man. Dude, I'm glad to be back. I'm glad to uh, be a contributing member again. Oh, dude, it's I'm, I'm so excited. So this is a spinoff series of Film on the Rocks, a movie podcast, and on TV specials, Nate and I will be covering different episodes of different tv shows and we will still be giving drinking rules cracking jokes telling stories kind of things like that so this this Mm -hmm. is just kind of like a fun side project that we're just gonna be working on for for fun and uh i guess again just for the people that are uninitiated what's your history with film on the rocks nate man so those who don't know um i was kind of an og for film on the rocks i was uh, i was there for a cup of tea for like four episodes um, then I had to, then I had to part ways, but, um, so glad Levi joined, man. Cause I actually really like listening to it. Um, <laughs> yeah, dude, he, he's been I, a stud. He's been killing yeah, it. <laughs> yeah, dude. Actually, I was like talking to my girlfriend the other day. I was like, uh, you know, I'm actually surprised and not butthurt that um, <laughs> the movie, the podcast is like way better. Um, cause I actually, I like listening to it now. I didn't like hearing my voice before. So, uh, Oh, I good. know that feeling. It's always weird editing and. I I hate hearing myself talk, but yeah, yeah, (laughs) but I am really excited to have this inaugural episode today. We are talking about Lizzie McGuire and people might be kind of like, uh, what you're talking about Lizzie McGuire. (laughs) Why (laughs) this show? So on this little spinoff series, we're going to be doing shows that are nostalgic to us shows. That'll just be like really fun to talk about, make drinking rules for maybe poke fun at. And Lizzie McGuire is one of those shows that's like pretty nostalgic to me, and this also holds kind of a a, a center stone mile marker in Nate and I's friendship. Uh, <laughs> I feel like we bonded over this. Yeah, yeah, we uh, definitely we'll, we'll get did. into that story. We'll get into that story. Yeah, yeah, we definitely have a Lizzie McGuire story uh, for us. Um, so yeah, so today yeah we'll be going through a specific episode. We are specifically talking about season one, episode two of Lizzie McGuire. This episode is called Picture Day. This episode aired on January nineteenth, two thousand and one. The plot, in a nutshell, is that uh, it's Picture Day, and Lizzie has to wear a sweater, this kind of ugly red sweater with a unicorn knitted on it, that her grandmother uh, knitted for her, and her parents are making her wear it for Picture Day. She's really embarrassed by this, so she's trying to figure out a way out of it. In the meantime, this was something that I kind of forgot that this show did, that there's always a B-plot with her brother, Matt. And, oh, yeah, yeah. And Matt's having his own little uh, <laughs> his own little shenanigans. He's uh, playing hooky because he didn't do the homework for school, so he's uh, playing hooky, and his mom, Joe McGuire, is just not having it and she's Mm -hmm. just putting him through the ringer so that's pretty much so petty so so petty (laughs) petty. so that's pretty much what uh that's the plot of what's going on in this episode that we'll be talking about we'll be going through 
the scenes in like somewhat detail uh, in a little bit, but just to, I guess, kind of, what is your history with Lizzie McGuire, Nate? I mean, basically, it was just one of those shows where, uh, you know, like me and my sisters would fight over the remote because we had like one TV mm -hmm. uh, after school. And obviously, it would be the two of them. Nice, cracking the beer. <laughs> yep. I, I, I got I to keep it on brand. <laughs> yeah, got to get it going. Um, but they would obviously like dominate me. And then they would put on Lizzie McGuire. And it was one of those shows I didn't like it at first. Um, but as I like started to watch, first of all, I thought Hillary Duff was hot when I was a kid. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think when we um, were all like eight or nine or ten, whenever, however old we were when this came out, I think that was somewhat of appeal for some people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's what that's what caught my eye. And then I just started watching the show and I was like, oh, I actually like this. I'm not going to tell them that I like it, but I'm going to watch along, uh, you know, Bitch of Fit. And then I'll watch Dragon Ball Z right after. So, like, it worked out. Yeah, I had you? a... Similar to me, me me and my sister would watch this together. And it wasn't even so much of a, like, who's like who has control of the remote. It was more just like, yeah, we're just going to sit down and watch Lizzie McGuire together. Because I still like this show. <laughs> <laughs> even though this show was definitely tailored towards the young adolescent the female audience it was still appealing to to me at least because i mean it was funny and i loved all the stuff that like gordo or her brother matt or even her dad sam mcguire like all like the kind of shenanigans they would get into they, they yeah, was I, I kinda, yeah yeah they will sometimes do like this b plot as like the guys doing something stupid and that kind of like would grab my attention and i still like got like you know the or still appreciated the you know the, the main story with whatever Lizzie Mc, whatever uh, Lizzie's doing or going through with her friends like Miranda and Gordo but uh yeah I mean this show was kind of fun and it kind of hit me at like a little bit before my age because I think that they were oh yeah, yeah when the show came out in 2001 I was in the first grade so these people were definitely older than me and mm -hmm. um so it was definitely kind of like oh I'm gonna watch like the cool kids do stuff or whatever I don't know but <laughs> yeah. That's it pretty much was like, like like the main appeal, mm -hmm. and they were cooler because they were older than than us. Exactly, right? That's how I felt. Yeah. So, would you like to kind of share the story on why Lizzie McGuire is important for our friendship? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I'm a little fuzzy on the details, so kind of feel free to jump in and uh, and fill them in or correct them where they're wrong. But so me and Brucker, uh, we met in like chemistry class yes i'm going way back oh, okay in chemistry lab and like our friendship at that point you know we would get to know each other over xbox right we would play nhl we talk over that meet in class and that was that was pretty much it and then we started studying and then um brucker and his roommate had invited me to uh i guess somewhere like a beach house in florida or something for a little vacation it was just like a bunch of guys and one of the guys had his girlfriend there and so i'm going to drop the setting of where lizzie lizzie mcguire comes in so it's it's nighttime we've all been like drinking throughout the day we've been at the beach uh two of the guys <laughs> that were at the trip were very uh very focused on meeting girls right so i'm pretty sure they weren't even there i think they were out drinking at the bars and stuff uh i stayed back uh, Brucker stayed back, and we were kind of just hanging out in the house. And I and think then, you and I shared a room for this trip. Yes, everybody else had their own room except for us. Yeah, we had <laughs> we shared a room, and we had like two twin beds uh, on both sides of the room with like a little like a cute little table in between us and a tiny <laughs> little box TV. <laughs> yeah, to watch. And um, your roommate, I don't want to I don't want to name names. Your roommate and his girlfriend were uh, in the master bedroom doing you know whatever and <laughs> that was important for the story go on <laughs> anyways no it was just funny i think it is important because like it was just like us we we're just chilling just drinking beer and i'm flipping through the channels and like just trying to see you know what might be good and we land on lizzie mcguire and i kind of linger there for a second and i'm like <laughs> uh, i kind of want to watch this <laughs> and then i look at you and you're like I kind of want to watch this too. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and we're both like, are we really about to get drunk and watch Lizzie McGuire? And we're like, yeah, yeah. we are. 
and uh that was like the beginning of a friendship well uh, the right funniest there. part was the next day because you were like i think you were kind of embarrassed and you were like D- just don't tell the other guys this is how we spent our night because <laughs> yeah, like, I, I didn't i hadn't met them before this is my first time meeting these people oh uh, i didn't even think about they were that. your friends yeah yeah and so the next morning we it, it's breakfast and uh my roommate, he's like, so Brucker and Nate, how was uh, sharing the bedroom last night? And I just started to go, oh, it was great. We watched, li- like, I started to say Lizzie McGuire all night. He said baseball. We watched baseball all night and nothing else happened. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I, uh, I, was, and, okay. and I was just like, yep, that, that's what happened. We watched baseball. <laughs> Which probably made it seem so much worse. Like, it definitely what did. Gosh. Oh man! So yeah, that's kind of our history with this. And when we first kind of talked about doing this sideshow, Lizzie McGuire was like the first thing that came to mind. It's like, oh, we got to do it. And the reason why we're doing episode two, Picture Day, our original plan was was just to do the first episode, but we watched it and we said, you know, the first episode, us talking about it, would be kind of ironic in a bad way because the first episode deals with Lizzie kind of accidentally spread this rumor about Kate stuffing her bra. And I just kind of, we, yeah. we both kind of felt like, eh, this will just be kind of ironic in a bad way for us to talk about that maybe. So it's like, and also the second episode, Picture Day, was also just an overall better episode in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. I definitely didn't want to talk about teenage girls uh, and development and such. So, yep. So, cool. yep, and that's what we signed up for with the show, but uh, at least we can maybe avoid that. Uh, so, and we're also going to be doing just like random episodes on this little sideshow. So, why not with Picture Day? So, just some little quick facts about this show, Lizzie McGuire. The show aired for two seasons from January 2001 to 2004. Which and is it, crazy, because it felt like there were so many more episodes, right? Yeah, I definitely thought there was at least four seasons. Yeah, same. But they yeah, packed same. in two seasons in three years, and the show ran for 65 episodes. This was created by Terry Minsky. And Terry Minsky, she used to write for the Wall Street Journal, the Boston Globe, the New York Daily News, and Esquire. So she's definitely got some like writing chops for sure. She was also the executive producer for the Lizzie McGuire movie that came out in 2003, which is no surprise. And she also like has written some like episodes of random network TV shows, including she wrote a couple episodes for Sex in the City. So, I mean, she, she obviously has some like, you know, writing chops. Um, this show stars Hilary Duff, Lelaine, Adam Lambert, Jake Thomas, Haley Todd, and Robert Carradine. We will kind of... Let's go ahead and just break into the drinking rules for this. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so, what uh, what do you got for drinking rules? Um. Okay, so we agreed, like, two to three, right? Yeah, because since it's a TV show, and, like, especially this, these episodes are only 20 minutes long, it you know you could you could you could get away with less so and also because it's a tv show it's way more repetitive than things in like in a movie where you have two hours to kind of pick up on things that might be repetitive so yeah so a little bit lesser but uh so how many or not how many but uh what kind of rules you got okay so (laughs) so i have three rules and then i've got a little bonus um so the first one is drink every time okay I wanted to start it off hot. You know, I wanted to get like you on a good baseline uh, mm-hmm. with your drinking. So you have to watch the intro. And I know <laughs> there's the skip feature, but like, I mean, the song is great. You know, it's not annoying. It's fun, but it's also, this is going to get you like, this is going to get your buzz going for the show. And you're really going to enjoy this. So drink every time you see a ball drop during the intro oh my god (laughs) yeah dude because they've got like the red dodgeballs just dropping like constantly throughout and uh, like i was watching this with my girlfriend and she's like i don't know if that's a good rule like people will be drunk before the show even starts i'm like that's the point you know (laughs) so there's that i love Um, how you went ahead and like added in that little comment of your girlfriend going that's a bad rule (laughs) (laughs) i love that you went and like called yourself out on it yeah whatever no, I think it's an awesome rule. Um, so number two is every time the little animated friend, the little animated Lizzie pops up, 
yeah her uh, little happens go ahead i was just gonna yeah her little inner monologue comes up that's that's what the word is i was like what would that be called um <laughs> so yeah the little animated friend which is different than my third rule so every time there's like a little tangent a little cutaway scene which they do so much Ooh. i did not realize this show is like if you've got adhd like it's very hard to pay attention because it's just like wait they're cutting away so many for so many different things for just so many different scenes so uh those last two are pretty consistent the first one's gonna start you off right so uh you'll be good honestly you'll be good after one episode like you can go out to the bars if you want uh, oh but yeah you probably shouldn't because of covid um, and you also shouldn't go out driving if you've been drinking so there i'm you can take it i'm under the assumption <laughs> i'm under the assumption people are ubering and lifting and doing whatever they need so that's a good point don't yeah don't drink and drive <laughs> Um, my little bonus is every time like Lizzie McGuire's upset about something, she always goes ah! <laughs> like literally all the time. Like it's so subtle. Sometimes you don't even see it, but once you think about it, you're going to see it every single time. So like, if you just want to give yourself a little sip every time she goes, ah! just do I that. wonder if that's like a, a McGuire thing. Cause I was just thinking like, I think her brother, Matt, he doesn't like, does that. He doesn't do that audible. Like, I don't know ah! thing. But he, I think he like throws his hands down a lot and like kind of like looks up at the sky. So yes. like, it's just like a McGuire thing. Like they just have to like have some sort of outburst of something. <laughs> <laughs> They're just dramatic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh my god. <laughs> I would love that. You know, her dad is just sending her down. The McGuires are a dramatic people. Um, so <laughs> you have to come up with some sort of tick to let people know that you're upset without screaming at them. <laughs> mm-hmm. okay. So my drinking rules. You and I overlapped on one. But um, my first one was, since this is picture day, they have this camera shutter sound effect a lot in this episode. It is not even when, like, they're actually taking pictures. It's like they just have it just just there at some points. And so drink every time that camera shutter sound effect pops up. Uh, I like that. Very episode specific, too. Yes, yeah. It's, it's very specific to this episode. And it, I think it might come up in some other episodes because, like many other tv shows for kids this is just riddled with sound effects so i picked a specific one with the camera shutter um which is riddled in this episode because it's picture day my second drinking rule was drink every time they make a pop culture reference this 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 episode was just riddled with especially like in the beginning when they're when like lizzie miranda are on the phone talking about um, like outfits for Lizzie and she, she's like, you know, Oh, you'll look like Britney Spears or it's uh, so like mm-hmm. Sarah Michelle Geller or, you know, kind of things like that. And then Freddie Prince jr. Yeah. Yeah. They mentioned, yeah. uh, yeah. Lizzie says that Gordo looks like a little Freddie Prince jr. In his out in his, uh, picture or whatever. I was kind of just yeah. like, Ooh, these references. Oh man. Dude, oh man. It dated itself. I was like, what? Okay. I like anyway, it though. I kind of like it when shows like this date themselves. Cause like, you know, it sets it in that time. So I, I kind of mm-hmm. like it. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah, so whenever there is a pop culture reference, and there are so many, uh, take a drink. Last drinking rule was drink every time uh, the cartoon inner monologue Lizzie makes an appearance. Yeah, same one as you. So, yeah, yeah, it's good. Uh, I was also going to throw... That's a good set of rules. I like that. I was going to say, for this show in general, if you need, like, a general one, that one works too. But drink every time there's a montage, uh, because this show kind of does that a lot. I think this episode was a little light on the montages, I believe, but mm-hmm. the first episode that we almost did, uh, called Rumors, that one, that the whole like middle of the episode is just montages, which was another reason why I thought that would have been kind of like a bad episode to break down, because it's just montages mm-hmm. all over the place, but that's a drinking rule that you could carry over into other episodes if you want to keep watching and drinking Lizzie McGuire. Uh- <laughs> yeah. You actually just made me realize how non-episode specific mine are. So, dude, cool. it, like it. it's totally- oh no, I'm not. I'm not upset about it. It's fine. <laughs> hey guys, before I allow us to talk about the scenes of this episode, I want to quickly talk about Supporty. Supporty is a super awesome accountability service that helps you meet your goals. So whether you're trying to come up with drinking rules for a podcast or just kind of work on a side hustle, main hustle, or any sort of other personal goals you're just wanting to meet, Supporty is there to help you out. 
It's a really awesome service. The whole idea of Supporty is that if you have an accountability buddy helping you work out a plan and they're holding you accountable to that plan, you're more likely to stay motivated and to actually meet your goals. I've used it before, it's super awesome, and it's all done in a positive light. It's not like added pressure or anything like that. And some people need motivation from time to time. It happens to everybody. So be sure to head to GetSupporty.com and tell them that Film on the Rock sent you, and you can start your free two-week trial today. Nate, from this episode, who could have used uh, Supporty? I'm thinking it, it should have been Matt. Matt McGuire, Lizzie's little brother. He needed Supporty. Uh, mainly because, you know, he would have been prepared for, you know, the homework that he was supposed to do the night before. And he would have been prepared for that pop quiz. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, he just would have stayed on task. And, you know, Supporty would have got him there. Absolutely. Totally agree with you there. Matt McGuire is awarded the Supporty Award from this episode. So, again, <laughs> lucky you, Matt. So, be sure to head to getsupporty.com or you can download the free app today and tell them that Film on the Rock sent you for your two week free trial. All right, back to the episode. Yeah, no, it's no, it's fine. So, so let's kind of just get into the meat of the episode and break down the scenes. This episode, you, you kind of mentioned it uh, that the opening, the like the very beginning of this episode, kind of like threw you off a lot. Yeah, man, my first impression, because uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I like I paused so many times watching this episode that I had to pause the second the establishing shot of the school came on because I was like, oh my god, gross. It was like <laughs> the the quality was like super grainy. Um, the school looked kind of gloomy. Yeah, um, and I just remembered it being like so bright and so happy, which it was. But like my first impression going into the episode, seeing that uh, that single shot of the school, I was like, ugh. Okay, what am I getting into? But it was good. It yeah, out great. And it's overplayed with this um, audio of like lizzie and miranda screaming and gordo like yelling lizzie look out and all this stuff you're like wait what's go-? you have no idea what's going on mm-hmm. and it's it's just like pictures at the school crooked like zooming in and out at you and i was like man does i don't remember this show always starting with like a kind of like a record scratch like well let me tell you how i got in this situation <laughs> and then like backtrack but i guess it was just mm-hmm. specific to this episode because um, I kind of went ahead and watched some other ones after I got done watching this, and yeah. <laughs> they did not do that. Dude, really, this whole show just had some crazy editing that mm-hmm. I just I just couldn't help but notice. But uh... so after this, we kind of oh we we do like the the intro with the red balls and people are kind of like dancing and stuff like that. This this was a huge nostalgia brick to the face for me because I was like, oh, I totally forgot about this song and all like the red dodgeballs they play with like oh my goodness this was just it was a nice walk down memory lane mm-hmm. it really was <laughs> and so this episode after the intro music it starts off with lizzie getting ready for school for picture day and she's on the phone with gordo and miranda talking to them on the phone before school starts and i kind of have to stop this right here because i'm like this did not happen like oh, oh. Like, like, did you do this? Did you like talk to like your friends, like, like, like call them on the phone, like before school started or anything like that? Dude, I didn't even get, I didn't even wake up with enough time to eat breakfast. Exactly. Before, before running out the door to the bus. So, Ex- exactly. Absolutely not. It's like the, um, it's like the equivalent of the show Friends, where Joey and Chandler are like coming over to Monica's for breakfast before work starts. Like, no, mm-hmm. nobody does nobody this. Nobody does that. Nobody has time nobody. for this. It drives me nuts when I see that happen, like on. Seinfeld or friends or other so this was like the equivalent of that instead of them going over to each other's houses is them literally like having like a conference call in in the morning and I saw Mm -hmm. I went ahead and watched the next episode it it starts off with that as well or it starts off with a phone call during breakfast and her dad just goes who calls during breakfast I was like yes Sam (laughs) Sam McGuire you and I are on the same wavelength but yeah I was was like that that just doesn't happen but anyways so Lizzie's like having this dilemma. She's trying to figure out what to do. Lots of pop culture references are being dropped here. She's saying that she could dress like Britney Spears and it would be so, oops, I did it again. <laughs> <laughs> Loved it. Did, Loved did it. you get embarrassed watching this? No, I, I wouldn't call it embarrassment. I was more so just concerned, <laughs> mainly because <laughs> it just, uh, 
if you know the state of Britney Spears right now, things are not going well. Everybody's concerned. We think she's given us subliminal messages through her Instagram. And yeah, that's right. Like, I've, I've got... Have you seen that? Yeah. Yeah, it, my cat, my girlfriend, she was telling me about this. It kind of showed me the signs. I was like, ooh. Oh, I believe it. I do. I'm such a believer. Um, But when, uh, like, Matt's talking about, like, oh, she's so hot. And they're talking about, oh, she's so... Oops, I did it again. And she's risque. And I'm like, just you wait. Just you wait. <laughs> but... <laughs> Uh, so that it kind of pulled me out of the moment, so I wasn't necessarily embarrassed. Um, I wasn't present to feel any emotion. I guess you can say. Other than <laughs> I <concern>. feel nothing. <laughs> I'm dead inside. And uh, so, so then like Matt is fighting for the phone because he's trying to get the homework answers from his friend. And his I love his friend uses the excuse that he did it do it because he was watching angels in the outfield which is another disney <laughs> property so disney just has to plug itself whenever they can mm-hmm. and uh, did you catch this matt calls his friend a muggle like he gets pissed he goes you muggle yeah dude when was harry potter written was it written before 2001 oh oh yeah like... it definitely was because oh, okay uh, yeah it definitely was for sure i think that first movie came out in like 2001 Okay, so that's what he was just referencing, the movie or the book or something. I guess so, but I, that kind of, like, threw me for a loop. I was like, whoa, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it definitely put a little timestamp. I know I keep saying it's it's dated, but I don't mean it in a negative way. <laughs> no, it's okay for things to be dated. It, it, it's it's nostalgic, so it feels like the early 2000s. It's nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So because of this, Matt is playing hooky. He's trying to, like, play sick, so that way he doesn't have to go... And not turn in his homework and not be ready for a pop quiz that he definitely didn't study for. <laughs> did Did you ever play hooky when you were in school? Yeah, um, I it wasn't as much fun as TV makes it look because it was one of those things where some yeah I would do it intentionally right, mm-hmm. but then I'd be home all day, be like okay man I can't wait to watch all of my uh, normal TV shows thinking that they're running on a loop because I get to see them after school every single day. But really, like, The Price is Right or Jeopardy. <laughs> right. <laughs> or Wheel of Fortune are the only things, to the point where it was like, I would literally only watch those things, and then I would just sleep through the entire day and really do nothing. So boring. And then my sisters would come from home from school, and I would just, like, sit there and ponder and, like, think about my de- my decisions for that day, like, faking sick, being like, man, I'm going to have so much homework to make up tomorrow, like, this, this yeah you gotta sucks. stay you gotta stay in from recess and get caught yeah, up yeah 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 i i definitely play hooky a bunch while i was in middle school i think i think like the worst reason i did it for was because i overslept one time so <laughs> my uh a friend of mine in the eighth grade he would him and his dad would come pick me up on the way to school mm-hmm. and i just slept through my alarm and i woke up <laughs> to his phone call and I was like, uh, why, why is he calling me? I look out my window and I see his cars out there. I'm like, oh crap. Like, uh, and so I answer, I'm like, hello. He goes, Hey man, like, are you coming out? I was like, oh, uh, no, I'm, I'm sick. I'm, I'm not coming today. <laughs> Sorry, man. He goes like, oh, okay. And I was like, mom, you need to call the school. <laughs> <laughs> no, you got to intercept that phone call, Brucker. You got to catch the, catch the phone. Be like, yeah, I'll let her, I'll let my parents know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, yeah, play hooky was, I mean, I, I did do that a bunch when I was in middle school, but kind of like you said, it kind of sucked because there's nothing to do during the day for a kid, mm-hmm. especially when you're trying to, like, fake sick. Yeah. Dude, my parents were so petty, too. Like, I know my dad would grab, like, um, this is back in, like, Nintendo 64 times, PS2. Um, they would take it to work with them. Oh, evil. And I'd be like, what the hell? Evil. What am I supposed to do all day? <laughs> and I think it's. I think they just knew. I think they knew. Your parents um, were on to you. But yeah, I totally respect the move, though. I would. Like, you respect this, the would, move. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do. I was actually thinking when uh, I was thinking that uh, when Lizzie's mom was basically hazing Matt, I would totally <laughs> be as petty as her. Like she. <laughs> I love how you put that hazing her own child. Dude, she was hazing him. She like made him eat the beet soup. She was like sweating him out. And just doing all these things that just ruined his day. And it just it kind of cracked me up because I'm about that. Like, 
that would be me as a parent but yeah yeah uh uh, joe mcguire uh uh, mrs mcguire she is kind of she's really sniffing out that matt's faking so she is putting him through the ringer like you said Mm -hmm. and it just looks like torture um but so lizzie is being forced to wear this uh, ugly sweater that her grandmother knit and to school which i don't get why she just didn't wear like a blouse underneath it and then just did you know the, the yeah. little switcheroo yeah. i guess she would have gotten in trouble because her parents would have seen the photo but i mean she was trying to find a blouse anyways at school yeah and does she not have a backpack she could put the shirt in or something like yeah i don't know okay. or she could have like i don't know anyways anyway i'm just saying that, that there was <laughs> there were routes that she could have taken but she it's was a- not being rational okay <laughs> so i love this though i love this scene though where she's walking to the the bus stop and all the kids are like gasping and looking at her like oh my god and miranda has like two of the best line deliveries here like back to back miranda goes that's not oops i did it again that's just oops i like that got a legitimate (laughs) laugh out of me i was like that was pretty fucking funny miranda (laughs) dude she was good actually i thought her acting was just great in general right like she she was and then like not even like 90 seconds later when we're on the when they are on the bus uh this kid looks at lizzie and he like spits the milk out and and miranda goes your sweater just gave rudy velasco nose milk and i was like what the that's such a middle school name velasco (laughs) rudy velasco nose milk it was just so i don't know it was just so because like two back-to-back awesome line deliveries from miranda Mm -hmm. it was great yeah yeah gotta respect it (laughs) so eventually we get to school and we see that ethan craft who is like the the hot boy that all the girls in the seventh grade like uh we see that ethan craft is coming up to gordo and telling gordo that he can't smile for his photo that they're all trying to stick it to the faculty by not smiling and uh i i i kind of remember that was always a thing guys were trying to do for, for picture day what was looking tough yeah yeah looking tough don't smile yeah dude yeah all of my middle school photos like completely agree with that i was <laughs> mugging dude <laughs> literally my... none of mine do oh except for really one. No, I, I take that back i think like in the eighth grade i was just like just like blank face just like dead inside just like yeah whatever <laughs> <laughs> no i mean i mean this is like a little zoolander reference but i was like going full blue steel <laughs> for my pictures oh and we also get this little side conflict between kate and miranda because they're always butting heads so we find out that kate and miranda have the same outfit i have to say this isn't i don't think that this has ever been an issue for guys no no because so. i've like shown up to like places before where me and another guy are wearing the same shirt and we kind of high five over it and it's kind of like oh that's cool but like this this is like a big no-no yeah i mean it's documented in history oh my god like <laughs> it's going to be published in the yearbook <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i was also thinking like they're both wearing like zebra print skirts or something pictures are like from the waist up or not <laughs> even the waist up like the belly button up you know like anybody could be wearing an orange shirt right but yeah whatever too practical for this yeah, so I just I guess I never really understood why that was such a problem for people to be wearing the same outfits or like why people would kind of like oh somebody needs to go home and change. But I have a story about this actually cuz this actually happened at my prom. Uh my my senior year prom. Cat, my girlfriend, she and another girl there were wearing the same exact dress. And How did she react. It was well Cat didn't care cuz I mean oh, she's yeah. just like a reasonable person i guess i don't know but she just it was kind of funny it was more hilarious because cat didn't go to our high school so mm-hmm. this girl who was part of my senior class was just like who are you why are we is <laughs> <laughs> she the, the the other person was very upset about it but cat was like i don't care this is <laughs> she doesn't even go here yeah exactly <laughs> So uh, we kind of see, we, you kind of touched on this, so we kind of see that like while Matt is at home, he's being put through the ringer, he's eating peppers to get a fever, and I love that little line he does, he says, before he eats one, he goes, these always make dad's forehead sweat, 
Um, <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> that was weird. Yeah, so he he's eating peppers and he's putting ice down his pants and he like actually induces like a peppers ice cube cold or something i don't oh the little shiver he does he's like well not only that but like later on we see he's like actually sick like all this stuff actually made him like him just doing all this stuff like eating the prune juice and eating the jalapeno peppers and putting the ice down his pants somehow induce some sort of real sickness in him (laughs) Mm -hmm. which i didn't get another uh, one thing that you just mentioned that he drank the prune juice like that would totally went over my head that when i was a kid that like prune juice makes you poop (laughs) <laughs> and it, like everything after that scene that he drank the prune juice is like implied that he just like pooped his brains out <laughs> just, just took a wicked shit ma <laughs> nah. i just got off the piss i just took a wicked shit <laughs> that would be amazing oh, if only this the show was placed in boston it's in california somewhere but <laughs> it would be so vulgar oh my gosh oh man so we we later find out that gordo is a good friend and he, he he did some favors for some people, and he got the drama club to lend him some blouses for Lizzie to pick out, so that way she could not wear the ugly sweater that she's in. And so this was fun, and we kind of cut to Lizzie, Miranda, and Gordo are all in art class, I guess, and they're all kind of painting some more pop culture name droppings going on here there mm-hmm. there's something about NSYNC and saying that like Miranda should paint uh, like Justin Timberlake or no the Gordo says like you made a pineapple look like uh, a skunk imagine what you would do to Justin Timberlake which is you know very funny I guess uh, <laughs> and then so we see that Kate is still really pissed off that Miranda won't change her outfit even though there's nothing she can really do about it so Kate kind of hires a hitman she hires she puts a hit on this girl on picture day she does the 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 evil the evilness in kate so she she gets like this little it looks like somebody that's in a younger or like a lower classman is what it looks like this person doesn't look like they're in the same grade Mm -hmm. it looked like beans too right (gasps) it kind of did look like beans from even stevens that's who i thought it was i was like i didn't know he was in the show it's definitely not him because I've actually been kind of rewatching Even Stevens and it's definitely a different kid. But you're right; it definitely has like he he has a lot of bean energy. So <laughs> yeah, it was just like the shape of the face, the shape of the nose, the eyes, dead eyes. Yeah, yeah, the dead mouth. eyes. Yeah. So she convinces this kid to throw green paint onto Miranda. And Lizzie decides to, like, take the bullet for her. And this is where all this audio from the very beginning of the episode was coming from. That all these people screaming and Gordo saying, Lizzie, look out. Or Miranda, look out. Um, so, yeah. So, Lizzie kind of takes one for the team. Or, or for, for Miranda. And Miranda has a really awesome school picture. Gordo has a good one. He looks like Freddie Prince Jr., as Lizzie says. Um, and Kate kind of gets her comeuppance and she sneezes during her picture or whatnot so and this kind of episode kind of just ends with that saying that you know she was uh, lizzie was happy that she took the dive for miranda because miranda ended up having a really awesome picture and she was kind of just happy with that which was a really sweet kind of wrap up to this episode yeah she was a good friend yeah. yeah definitely um how would you rate or What's your overall imp- opinion of this episode? It was so it was so fun to kind of go back and watch a show I had watched in my adolescence, you know, as a middle schooler. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe seeing how I might have been like how that show might have made an impression on me and how I interacted with people. I really liked this episode. I felt like that there was a lot of meat to it. It was also really funny too because mm-hmm. you know we have Matt's B story, which was kind of fun, and. I also just really liked the message that we got from this. Uh, the main kind of like moral or takeaway I got from this was that, you know, good deeds have a domino effect. And so we kind of see like friends doing nice things for each other. So it kind of all starts with Gordo. It's helping out this person who needs a dance par- partner for uh, like a clogging dance class. And she's able to help him out to get access to the wardrobe from the drama department and then he's able to give lizzie some blouses and and lizzie's able to kind of take the dive for miranda so that way miranda has a nice picture day and it was just kind of nice to kind of see like you know friends helping friends out and 
you know, one act of kindness, which I think my opinion kind of started with Gordo being this person's dance partner, kind of had this domino effect to allow Miranda to have a really nice picture day. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I kind of like that. I mean, you know, TV shows like this are kind of superficial and the, the message or the main plot's really thrown at you is really in your face, but I kind of like that, seeing this really nice domino effect. Yeah, so <laughs> it's funny that you just said everything that you just said because this show definitely had a lot of meat to it, but it was not deep by any means. <laughs> and <laughs> when I was trying to think of, like, what was the theme of this episode, uh, I was sure that there was only one theme and there was going to be really nothing nothing else anybody can interpret from it. Uh, but mine was peer pressure. So it's oh, really? we kind of both viewed it from a different perspective. And mine was more from the standpoint of like, so Gordo, you know, is wanting to make a good impression for his male counterparts. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. they're kind of pressuring him to, you know, do the mean mug. Uh, <laughs> this is going to stick with you for the rest of the school year. So, you know, think wisely. Summer's a long ways away. Mm-hmm. And so he's really contemplating, even in his picture moment, he's like, do I want to smile? Do I want a mean mug? And then in the end, he ends up going with the mean mug, I think. And uh, the other one was like Lizzie. She really, I feel like she kind of didn't really care what she was wearing for the picture day, right? And it wasn't until people kind of overreacted to her ugly sweater that Mm. she was like starting to rethink that. And like she was going around asking for blouses from people. And people were like, oh my God, you're that girl that's been asking for shirts. That's kind of tacky, you know? (laughs) So she was kind of like, from her own from her own peer she's kind of feeling pressured to like wear something nice and in the end she really just doesn't care she just kind of takes her picture uh with the paint all over her and the ugly sweater like she's holding it up so it was kind of her like overcoming that moment um but it was really just those two where peer pressure kind of came in for me so interesting um yeah i guess i guess you could also kind of do the angle with her brother matt because he could have like in a sense been pressuring his friend to be giving him homework answers oh there you go yeah i like that i like that you and i that's something that i liked about this episode because i caught like i thought that this was a little bit deeper than like maybe like what you kind of thought of initially but just because since it's like a episode about picture day middle schoolers this episode could have really been just about like appearances and like you know falling into social norms or like you know this is what Mm -hmm. pretty looks like this is what handsome looks like or whatever but i feel like it didn't really fall into that trap for the most part it kind of fell into like the kind of things that you and i kind of pulled away from it Mm -hmm. um you know like peer pressure or you know just friends doing something nice for someone else and that was also the thing like it was about like their outfits it wasn't about them like how they actually look like just Mm -hmm. about like having a nice outfit planned for it which i would appreciate that i would prefer that over them like oh you just have an ugly face or you have a really pretty face, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. You don't look like how you're supposed to look. You don't look like Sarah Michelle Keller. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. I like that. So any, uh, final thoughts? Um, yes. Final thoughts. So at the end, I enjoyed the little bloopers. I thought that was, uh, pretty fun. I forgot that that was the thing that they put in there and I wish more shows did it. Honestly. I am so happy that you mentioned that. Cause I, that was something that I forgot that the show did too. The bloopers were a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because, like, you can hear, uh, I mean, obviously, like, Lizzie McGuire's, Lizzie McGuire and Matt's mom is not their real mom in the show. But in the bloopers, Matt, like, trips over something and he falls down. And you just hear mom mode come in for uh, the actress that is uh, Lizzie McGuire's mom. She's like, oh, my God, are you okay? And you can <laughs> really hear it in her voice that she yeah. really does care. Um, and it was just kind of funny to, like, hear that because it was, like, very humanizing. Not that she, I don't know, it was just humanizing because you just think of them as actors or something, you know? But yeah. it was fun to see. It was fun to see a different side. <laughs> no, I, I really like that too. And I totally agree with you about that. That was, yeah, you definitely hear the mom mode come out or, you know, the, the parental mode come out of, uh, of the, that actress. <laughs> mm-hmm. Did you, uh, do you feel like you related to anything uh, in this show? Oh, I, I, see, I didn't, I don't have any, like, outstanding memories of like a picture day because picture day was always really boring because it was something i didn't care about and the only thing i liked about it was like all right well i get to get out of class because we're doing this instead of taking notes so whatever is a mm-hmm. fun escape but <laughs> i mean really i don't have like a weird picture day story um the only thing that really like was relatable was matt playing hooky <laughs> yeah 
Yeah, that was a fun takeaway. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I don't know if this is funny. This is kind of traumatizing to me at the time, but I do have a picture day story. Oh, t- do uh, tell. <laughs> so the night before uh, my seventh grade picture day, this was going to be like the picture day to end all picture days. Like I had the best outfit, you know what I mean? <laughs> and this is when like Aeropostale was huge. And um, I I say I bought, my mom bought this outfit straight off the mannequin, like exactly what it was. It looked perfect. It looked great on me in the dressing room it looked great on me at home and i was like i am not wearing these clothes until picture day because i don't want to ruin them because i'm about to look fly as hell and uh <laughs> anyways it's the night before picture day and i think uh i think i must have pissed off my sister for some reason <laughs> and <laughs> she just we we're just in the bathroom and i'm we're like yelling at each other and she's like shaving her legs and she just takes her razor to my face and i don't know why i didn't move but she just like takes a razor, just goes on my eyebrow and <laughs> cut half of it off. So I had half an eyebrow <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so I just like, uh, obviously I cried. Um, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> so after I kind of come down from that, um, I find some tweezers and I even out oh, the eyebrows no. on the other side. So I've got, so I found some tweezers and I, I even out my eyebrows and I start uh, plucking away the hair so that oh, man. <laughs> at the end, I end up having like too many eyebrows, <laughs> like super far apart on my forehead. <laughs> and i just like, was practicing my look in the mirror, like trying to like scrunch my face as close as I could to make it look like my eyebrows were, um, Normal? Like the normal distance of power. No, I don't want to say normal, but just like normal to my face. Like people, so that people wouldn't recognize it. So I walked, I walked around school the next day with a big old scowl on my face. Cause it got my, my eyebrows scrunched together. Um, <laughs> and I thought I pulled it off and I'll just never forget when, uh, like my parents got the picture in the mail and my mom's just like, what the hell happened? <laughs> what the hell happened? <laughs> and um i don't know it was funny and i say she she only found out on picture day because i just did a very good job of hiding it like i wore hats at home Um, oh were you trying to cover for your sister i i don't know i really feel like i should have snitched on her (laughs) (laughs) given me and hers relationship um it was great but you know you know older sisters can be um but i think i was just embarrassed because I didn't, because my family were just like super petty. Like they would just totally grill me about it or uh, crack jokes. And um, I guess I didn't want to be like self conscious about it. But I guess it was kind of funny. It's kind of a funny moment. <laughs> I mean, it, I still, it, it sounds hilarious. I, I'm like picturing you right now with just like half eyebrows. <clears throat> That's... I'll, send, I'll send you the picture. I'll send you the picture. It's kind of funny oh, after this. It's fantastic. Um, well, since we this since this isn't a movie and this is a TV show, normally on Film on the Rocks we kind of end with does it deserve a sequel? I guess we'll kind of end with would you based on this episode would you want to continue watching the series? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I thought it was great, um, and I think they're gonna make a a spinoff. Right? I saw it, it's like up in the air with like the disney plus series apparently all the actors are on board but there was some like creative differences with the with terry minsky and disney because they wanted to be terry minsky wants it to be lizzie growing like as an adult in new york and it's going to be kind of more pg-13 ish kind mm-hmm. of things so, you know you know lizzie dating and you know just kind of you know being a you know a single person in new york as a I don't know, an adult and she wanted so, to be sex in the city lizzie mcguire edition basically <laughs> maybe i'm not sure man but so there's some like it's on pause last time i checked oh, that's too bad it is too bad well, how do you how do you feel about it i mean i want it i want it to happen and they were even still going to keep her cartoon in her monologue apparently what would the cartoon be an adult though is the thing i don't know because i wonder it's kind of like it's her inner monologue so like maybe she still thinks she's a kid inside so maybe like her inner monologue won't change i'm purely speculating but i think that'd be cool yeah well now i'm like interested to see (laughs) if the cartoon's gonna be an adult or a kid (laughs) that's like the one thing i'm looking forward to 
So I guess I would say, of yeah, yeah, I definitely want to continue watching the series, which I probably will as soon as we get done recording, not going to lie. Mm-hmm. Uh, if that episode, <laughs> I mean, not, not that episode, that question would also be more applicable for like when we start to venture into shows you and I aren't super familiar with. So that'd be mm-hmm. kind of fun. Yeah. Um, can I just add in one more thing? Yeah, go that, ahead. Um, so I thought the whole show was enjoyable. Um, but there was one moment where I just laughed out loud, dude. It was so funny to me. Um, so this was in the beginning when Lizzie's on the phone with Gordo. And uh, <laughs> Gordo's like asking her if she's seen his hacky sack. She goes, yeah, I'll look for it. And she, <laughs> she just pauses, doesn't do anything. And she goes, nope, couldn't find it. <laughs> I thought that shit was so fucking funny because that's like some stuff all like i'm i'm gordo in that situation i'm trying to get somebody to like can you look in the fridge let me know if there's chicken or something let me know, if there's chicken, let me know. <laughs> what like, look did at you the get... fridge <laughs> see if there's chicken like i'm at the, like i'm at the grocery store did i leave you know? chicken at your place <laughs> no no not it's like, like while you're shopping friend. okay yeah <laughs> but I was, I was like man did i leave that turkey at your place i know i bought that <laughs> Check under your pillow. I think it might be there. <laughs> Do you check underneath the cushions? Yeah. Do you smell anything spoiled? Um, <laughs> anything that resembles salmonella? <laughs> okay. Well, this was a really fun walk down memory lane to talk about Lizzie McGuire. And it's also super awesome to have Nate the Force Ghost back on hey, the show. Dude, I love that nickname, by the way. Uh, <laughs> y'all made me, I like, giggled when I heard that. Because <laughs> I, like, I didn't, it was just like... Y'all are talking about Star Wars, like Star Wars is my jam, and I've never had a nickname. Like, I tried to nickname myself Crunch when I was in, like, third grade, because I thought it was cool. But y'all said Force Ghost Nate, and I was like, ooh, shit, that was so cool. <laughs> and y'all kept it up, too, and I was like, oh, yeah, this is it. Yeah, this yeah, it's definitely that. We, we got, like, two people that are, like, nicknamed. There's, like, you and Levi's wife, Rachel, is uh, Spookmaster General, so, and then <laughs> Levi and I are just Brucker and Levi, so... It makes sense. <laughs> yeah. That's great, though. But I guess we'll go ahead and wrap this up. And thank you, everybody, for listening. This has been Film on the Rocks TV specials with Rucker and Eight. Um, next episode, we haven't figured it out yet, but it'll be a different show with a specific episode that we'll cover. And we will return back to Lizzie McGuire at some point. If there's a show or a specific episode of a show you would like us to do, go ahead and email us at fotrpodcast at gmail.com and we would be more than happy to do it just as long as it is available on a streaming service. All but right. All right. See you guys later. Bye. Bye.